Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I've got to get myself organized. I have my pen and my paper and my telephone. I feel like it's going to ring during the podcast. We get it. You're popular. You get lots of phone calls. <laughs> I get zero phone calls. I get nothing but spam phone calls. Yeah. And I like the way now it just shows up spam likely. Or likely spam. That's what it says on my screen. I get that only sometimes. Yeah. But I never answer my phone anyway, so wow. joke's on them. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, this is it, right? This is the last podcast for 2022. Can you believe it? I know. So we're going to take a little time off over Christmas. The podcast returns January 9th, 2023. That sounds insane. That sounds so far away. But really, it's really not. Yeah, because we could do one next week, but we got a lot of stuff to do. I'm busy. We have a, no, it does seem really busy, doesn't it? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to do between now and, yeah, yeah. we're actually, we do have one more air, week on the air of the radio show, mm-hmm. but uh, there's a lot of plates spinning, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. And the so, work we do is so vital. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like healthcare professionals. First responders, disc jockeys. Yeah, we're right there. We're all kind of the same this, front line. This world could not turn. No. Without. <laughs> Good Lord. You know, there's people that listen to this and go, they don't, they were born without the um, the sarcasm gene. Oh. Is that what, it, who think that we are being serious, that we kind of rank right up there with, you know, doctors, nurses and that. We realize we don't. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm glad we cleared that air. Yeah. For those people without funny bones. So the on Friday podcast, we always do something called recommendations. Do you want to change the name of it maybe next year to- Recos? No. No. Like to, hey, what are you watching? Or, hey, what are you listening to? Because not everything I watch, I feel like I can recommend. No, I watch a lot of garbage. So let's change it to, hey, how are you killing time? (laughs) Because I watched something last, no, I don't want to say it because I like these guys, but it was just, it left me feeling flat. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. How are you filling the time? How are you? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Now that you're alone. How are you filling the time? That's what we will call this feature. And sometimes you'll have something good to say. Sometimes you'll be like, whew, do not recommend. DNR. Okay. And yeah. do you want to spill the one that uh, you DNR? No. No, because everybody likes these people. And no, I don't feel good about that. But I am going to, my recommendation this time around is a book. Nerd alert. <laughs> I know. But before you call me a nerd, like Bryce just did, uh, I'm listening to the book. So does that make it cooler? No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Doesn't. Yeah. 
Oh, boy. Does it have a charming celebrity voice? No, it does not. Then no. No. Uh, the book I'm listening to right now is called The Violin Conspiracy. <laughs> okay. By Brendan Slocum. Okay. And I highly recommend I had no idea who this guy was, the the writer. But as it turns out, he's a classical violinist who lived kind of the same life as the main character in this book. It's a work of fiction, Bryce. Okay. And you know how I said I got to stop listening to stuff about murder because it was bending my frame? Is this all about death? No. This is the story of a stolen violin, Bryce. Okay. Yeah. Um, the this It's about a young, up-and-coming classical violinist who inherits his great-great-grandfather's old violin. And this old violin happens to be an actual Stradivarius worth millions and millions and millions of dollars. And the the violin is really, it's special to this family because the great-great-grandfather was a freed slave. And this violin ended up in the grandmother's attic for 80 or 90 years. And then this kid comes along, finds it. He's on a meteoric rise in classical music circles as a violinist. The night before a huge international competition, boom, stolen from his hotel room. Gasp. Gasp. So I've always find the whole, the whole Stradivarius thing, I've always found it really kind of interesting because those, seriously, they're worth between... 10 and 20 million dollars now. God, that's insane. And everybody who finds an old violin uh, instantly is like, oh my God, it's a Stradivarius. They're all accounted for. Settle down. You know what? I wish to retract something. Okay. I said uh, listening to the book thing wasn't cool. You know what? I'm going to take that back. Okay. I don't see a problem with it. Because I'm just thinking as, while you were talking about it, do you find, do you retain it as well? listening to it as you would have if if you read the book. Oh, I think even better. Yeah? Is yeah. There, is it acted out or is it just a voice just reading it? It's the guy reading this one is really good. Sometimes they they pour on the accent like when they're doing oh. a I do not like that part, but the guy reading this but I don't know what his name is. But the guy reading this one, he'll do a slightly different accent for each character. In case like to kind of help you keep things straight, but for the most part, he's just reading you a book. I kind of like the idea of listening to a book, you know, because yeah. I don't sit around to read a lot. That's what I got for Christmas last year. I got an Audible subscription. And so that's so what I'm doing. when you're walking and stuff, you're listening to this? Or oh, driving? my God. When I'm driving, when I'm walking, when I'm on the treadmill, I'm constantly oh. listening to books, and it's fantastic. Okay. So, so what was the name of this book again? The Violin Conspiracy. It's by Brendan Slocum, S-L-O-C-U-M-B, first name Brendan uh, I would highly recommend. Like if you want, if you like crime stories and it's fiction again, if you like crime stories, this one's good because nobody's getting killed to death. Perfect. Yeah. Wonderful. And you'll suddenly, like I've been laying in bed at night now reading all about the history of Stradivarius violence. They're all accounted for and there are websites where each one of them has a name and it'll tell you exactly who owns it now, who's playing it. Because quite often a Stradivarius, because they're so expensive, it will be purchased by a wealthy family and then donated to a classical musician. So it's on loan to that musician while they're playing in a particular Symphony. Oh, I don't. I wouldn't want that. No, it'd the be pressure the, to not well, smash that thing. Well, and that's what this is about. Yeah. All of a sudden, you have a ten million dollar violin on your back, and you're riding a subway. <laughs> no, thank yeah. you. So anyway, that's what I got for you. Okay, I'm filling time right now uh, with a song. 
Oh? Well, it's a band, but this song in particular. And I discovered it in the most 2022 way. TikTok. Oh, boy. I know. 99% of that app is pure garbage. Were you on there doing uh, like a dance a dance challenge? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I was on there and I was <laughs> yeah, just dancing my heart away. Were you doing some, so, were you cutting shapes? <laughs> I was cutting rugs is what yeah. I was doing. Um, but I, I get a lot of videos in my feed of people kind of showing off their record collections and stuff like that. And there's a guy, he played a song in the background of his video. And I was like, what was that? And it's this band from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Oh. Same place as Dunder Mifflin. Yeah, The, the Office. office. Uh, they've been around for a long time. And this song has been out for a handful of years now. So it's not new. But the band is called The Menzingers. And they're kind of a, they're a punk band, but it a slightly more pop punk. Mm-hmm. But it feels a little more grown up than like uh, your woe is me, teenage eyeliner pop, pop punk. Pop punk really is kind of your lane though, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a band I, maybe I've, I've, I've recognized the name, like I've seen it on festival posters and stuff, but I didn't know a thing about them. And uh, the song in the video is called After the Party. Okay. And it sounds like this. of a modern pop punk sound to it. It does, yeah. They've been doing it for a while. I think they've been a band since 2006. Yeah. So, And they're still putting out music to this day. So uh, I thought it was very cool. And yeah, that's definitely the avenue I've been finding myself falling down a fair bit of late is more the pop punk, that, that style of music right there. So after the party, it's just me and you. Yeah, by the Menzingers. Pretty cool band. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Just two guys watching the world go by. The majority of people say, uh, yeah, just rip that Band-Aid off. Just rip it clean. The holidays are a wonderful time. Oh, they are, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it can cause some drama romantically. And, hey, young lovers, listen up for just a second here. The one thing we learned over and over again this morning on the show, very few people enjoy the public marriage proposal. And by public, I mean whether it's a sports stadium or at dinner with your parents. That should just be you two. Don't do it. I mean, do it. Propose. <laughs> get engaged. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get engaged. Yeah. Believe in love. Yeah, but it doesn't need to be a show. <laughs> you have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Uh, we got this text message. Hey, fellas, don't know why I'm writing this to you. <laughs> That's a good start. Thank you. But I'm thinking of dumping my boyfriend, but Christmas is just over a week away. His Christmas party is tonight, and I'm supposed to go for Christmas dinner at his grandma's place. He's already hinted at a very special gift for me. Uh Uh-oh. Do I bite my lip and live this lie until after Christmas or pull the shoot now? He's a decent guy. I'm just not feeling it. Anonymous. (laughs) Well, there's well a couple of factors. How long have you been together? with this guy. I don't know. Like, if you've got some years behind you, this probably isn't the appropriate time to do it. But what if this special gift is a ring? Yeah, getting down on one knee. That's tough. I get it. You don't want to smash hearts. No. Days before Christmas or, you know, just before (laughs) a party. But the string people along is a little... that, That can be a little rough. Yeah. 
There's also some fairly specific details in here. Are you not concerned he might... Or were we not supposed to read this on the radio? <laughs> oh, God. Is it one of the... Well, that horse is out of the, well, out of the barn. I hope he's not listening. Maybe he listens to country music. I don't know. Someone says, pull the shoot now before the dinner. Yeah. Although you don't want to send someone to Christmas dinner at their grandma's yeah. all weepy-eyed. <laughs> Where's Brittany? <laughs> and I'm just making that name up. I really like her. Yeah, there's like 19 people sitting at your grandma's dining room table and everybody's asking where your girlfriend is. Oh, that'd be rough. I think you have to pull a shoot. I, just, I think just so. Thinking, because if it is a ring. I know. If it is a ring and he gets down on one knee and, oh boy, <sighs> you got to say no. Yeah, or you say yes. What if he does it in front of people? I know. Oh, oh. everybody stop doing that. That's the worst. I don't think any, well, maybe I'm speaking out of turn here. But would you enjoy a public proposal, Not Bryce, at, all. at Christmas time, like in front of family? Not at all. No, neither would I. No, the risk for humiliation is too big. That's a private moment for the two of you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. So, yeah, you probably <laughs> should pull the shoot. It is tough. I'm thankful. I don't think... I want to know how long they've been together. I think that's a... Like, if it's only been six months or something, it's he's likely not giving you a ring. And... That's true. You don't owe a goodbye to his grandma or anyone else. Like, you can just sort of vanish at that point. But if it's been several years, eh, you kind of owe them. Someone said, my ex did it the week after Christmas, after five years together. Tell her to do it now. Oh, okay. Okay, ooh. Getting dumped around Christmas or your birthday or something, that's got to sting. I'm thankful that hasn't happened to me. No. Oh, there's still time. Oh, there's still plenty of time. When's your birthday? February? (laughs) No, I can't imagine. I say I would say do it now. Do it now. Do it this afternoon. Don't go to the Christmas party tonight. Don't go to Christmas dinner or whatever it is. Just be done with it. Oh, if it's a ring and he proposes and you're going to be dumping him. Like oh. 100% of the people have... No, a lot of people say you've got to do it now. It's the Gunner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. And I actually wrote back to this person and they did not respond. Because I said, how long have you been together for? Because if you have some history, this is probably a terrible time of year to break up. It is tough, but also if that's special gift, if they've been oh. together for a while and it's a ring, Oof. Oh, and you're... He and proposes. it's a public proposal in front of family and everything. Oh. And you have to say yes, right? Oh my God, the fallout would be... You can't say no around oh. the Christmas tree in front of everybody else? Can you imagine? Oh. Can you... I <laughs> I wouldn't be able to leave the room fast enough if I was an onlooker. Attention, young lovers. The engagement, the proposal part of the engagement, that's a personal, private matter. Yeah. You don't need to do that in front of an audience, despite what social media might tell you. Yeah, do it behind closed doors. Yeah, nobody enjoys that. Well, we got this text. I am a wildly extroverted person, and I can't imagine anything more horrifying than getting proposed to in front of family at Christmas. Shudders. Even if it's not a ring, let's say it's an expensive necklace or something mm. like that. That's still awkward knowing that, you know, in a couple days you're going to be booting them to the curb. Yeah. So the general consensus so far is is that uh, you should probably end it now. Just rip the Band-Aid off. Yeah. A number of people did text in saying fake an illness until oh, yeah. after Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> you could pretend to have uh, Christmas COVID. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's a thing. Christmas COVID. And then you staying away is just being thoughtful. Uh, somebody says, get rip-roaring drunk at his Christmas party, make out with the wall, cause a scene, he'll leave you. Okay, that's a good plan. Make out with the wall. That's an interesting move. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say coat rack, but. And maybe you'll find, uh, maybe you're into it. Maybe walls are your thing. Uh, somebody said you're supposed to break things off before the holidays because then they have their family to lean on for support. Isn't that lovely? Yeah. Isn't that nice? Tell him. Oh, this one. Tell him if that special gift is a ring, please do not do it in public. That, uh, you think that he'd be able to read between the lines on that? You think? <laughs> you would think. And just getting dumped around Christmas, I know it's awkward, but it sounds like in this case it might be for the best. This one, I once had a boyfriend who broke up with me the day after Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day, he took me for a fancy, fancy dinner, gave me roses and a sterling silver bracelet. Getting broken up with the next day was so confusing and painful. I wish he had just done it before instead of jerking me around like that, Stephanie. Ooh. Ooh. So Stephanie knows. Yeah. She knows. Someone said, my sister dumped her ex in high school on Christmas Eve. Worked out for me because I got his gifts. The Killer's Hot Fuss album and Adidas kit with body wash. <laughs> That's from Steve. <laughs> Way to go, Steve. Yeah. The real winner this Christmas was you. <laughs> You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, no, I do not have the name of the person because somebody said, um, Good morning, guys. By any chance did she leave her name? I told my girlfriend last night we have plans to go to my grandma's for dinner, and I said I have a big surprise for her. <laughs> I didn't mean to cause you anxiety. There's several people saying this now. Huh. Somebody else said, because we were also talking about the whole Christmas proposal thing where you ask somebody to marry you in front of family and they, nobody wants an audience for their proposal. I don't, we even heard from somebody who said that they are wildly extroverted and this kind of thing makes them cringe. It should be a private affair. Good morning, guys. I was proposed to this summer and of course I said yes, but I was quite surprised that he did end up doing it in a public way a more public way than I thought he would. I had also mentioned that I didn't really want a whole audience, and I especially didn't want a big ordeal with all my family. He kind of did it while we were tucked away, but it was definitely around a lot of people, and it did kind of stun my reaction a bit because I didn't want to make a scene. I love him dearly, and I'm so happy to marry him, but part of me wishes that maybe he would have just done it slightly different. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, can I grab this phone call here quickly? Sure. Hello? Hi, I just wanted to contribute to your Christmas proposal and breakup story. Yeah, are you, uh, do you have some experience? I sure do. (laughs) Oh, no. I, uh was the one to break up with my boyfriend of four years before Christmas and then I actually also got proposed to on Christmas Eve. (laughs) The same year? Not in the same year, thankfully. Okay, I was gonna say. How far how far from Christmas was it when you broke up with your boyfriend? Oh, it was probably maybe one to two weeks before. So it was pretty close. So it was it was close. It wasn't like right on Christmas Eve or like Christmas, but Mm -hmm. it was it was, uh, it was still was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. And you got proposed to at Christmas? 
Yeah, so four years later, um, I've been with my my fiancé now. We've been together for about four years. Last Christmas Eve, she actually proposed to me in front of my entire family at my sister's house. Oh, boy. (laughs) But what my whole family doesn't know is that she actually proposed to me the night before, like privately, just me and her at our house. So the proposal on Christmas Eve with my whole family was like a... Yay, we've done this thing, but we're doing it like for them, kind of like a show for oh them. My so God. everyone so... was super excited, but we had already actually said yes the day before. <gasps> so you had to act? Well, my fiance is very, um, very nervous about things, so she was still extremely nervous to do it. But I was like, babe, don't freak out. I already said yes. We're just like doing this for the family because she already had told everyone she was going to do it on New Year's. And then she just ended up doing it the day before just me. So she still wanted to like put on a show for them because they were all excited for it. I'd be worried that they would just see right through my bad acting. Um, I feel like I pulled it off fairly well and they all just knew she was nervous anyway. So I think they just kind of chalked it up to that. But it yeah. went over well and everyone was excited and my dad cried and it was great. <laughs> uh, so you gave a Meryl Streep worthy performance? Yes. Oh my God. I couldn't do that. Thank you for the call, by the way. Two thumbs up for oh. pulling off the acting thing. I, I'm i a terrible... Have you ever had to act? Not like that. No. Not like that. I mean, <laughs> I do... I've opened presents and I'm like, what's this garbage? But my face says, oh my God, this is incredible. But to fake an engagement... Oh. I wonder if they, like... What would they have done to make it look casual and unscripted? Like, just eat an apple while you're doing it? You know? I would be. I would have spent the whole day prior to going to that house uh, mm-hmm. rehearsing my spit take. Yeah. Or like, do it while I'm drinking some water, and then I will spray it like I'm a hose. Oh my god. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. I got a breakup story for you. Oh. Around Christmas. Oh, did you were the were you the dumper or the dumpy? Ah, uh, the dumper. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work out, Garner. What, dump, dumping the person right before Christmas? Um, well, no, I think it was honestly just a train wreck ready for disaster. Mm-hmm. So I think I just got off before he did. You know what I mean? Yeah. How did? But yeah, definitely right before Christmas. <laughs> so it's kind of crappy, but I guess it's all's well that ends well. <laughs> well, that's what this inspired this whole conversation this morning. Somebody texted and said they're thinking of dumping their boyfriend. Do they do it now or do they yeah. wait till after Christmas? Do it now. The majority Honestly, of people agree with you and say, yeah, just rip that Band-Aid off. Do it. Yeah, that's what I say. I say do it. Rip the Band-Aid off. Who cares? You have a lonely Christmas. I'm sure you've had worse nights. Well, and you know what? This The guy apparently has been hinting uh, that he has a very special gift for her. So <laughs> so she's holding out for the gift? That's all kinds of wrong. No, no, no. More I, wrong. I, don't, I haven't really communicated with this person anymore, but the, I think they're worried it's a proposal and they don't want that. Oh, uh, I don't know. I think the right thing to do would be to just end it. I yeah. mean, why would Why even go through the proposal? Let the guy get over with it. Take the ring back. Like, who cares? Get it over with. Okay. Uh, maybe you should open a second-hand engagement ring store. Because once you buy a ring and you propose to the person, and if they say no, you can't take the ring back, can you? You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I started asking um, or thinking to myself, 
do I start a used engagement ring store? Ooh. You know, for I will I will buy your engagement ring off you in case things don't work out, and then I'll sell it for a profit, of course, because I didn't think you could return those things. But listen to this, G A B K. When I bought my wife's engagement ring, there was an option to pay a fee so I would be able to return that ring for two years in case things didn't work out. So for anyone who's unsure what the answer is going to oh. be, there's that. So basically, you're paying for rejection insurance. It's rejection insurance. It's a great idea mm -hmm. by the jewelry store. However, if your sweetie were to find the receipt and found that you purchased the dumping insurance. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That might cause some friction. Uh, this one. Speaking of engagement rings, <laughs> my ex-husband cheated on me and said I was a prude. So I sold my engagement ring dirt cheap, $300, and got my nipples pierced. Oh, my heavens. Wow. That sounds painful. My. That just sounds like pain upon pain. That showed him. Yeah. Hmm. Well, anyway, we'll have to pick this up on Monday morning. Dumping insurance. I didn't know that was a thing. Apparently, somebody said, well, why don't you just buy your engagement ring at Costco? Can't you return everything there? I would have to think they probably have a no ring return thing. Wouldn't they? I don't know. Anyway, Kirkland you, brand ring. You apparently work at Costco. You got the shirt on. I do have the authority, so I'll say you'll just get your money back. Okay. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, the Garner Andrews Show Junior High Band did their Christmas concert yesterday. Oh. Last night. And I'm sorry you couldn't make it. I know I scheduled it on a night when you had book club, so you were unable to be there. My understanding is they spent months and months practicing. Yes, and they sounded phenomenal. Now, this is the, uh, it's a junior high band that we sponsor here at the Garner Andrews Show. These are kind of kids hand-selected from all over the city, the best of the best. Yeah, it's a... It's kind of the A-list yeah. of local musicians, the ones we see having a bright future. Yes, these these kids will go on to become professional musicians. Uh, they will teach music at the university level. They're gifted students. Uh, they did Jingle Bells last night, and it just brought the house down. It was spectacular. Take a listen to this. Garner Andrews Show Junior High Band. Very nice. Evan Wallace, first chair trumpet. Wow, there was not a dry eye, eye, dry eye in the house. You could feel the emotion and the passion mm -hmm. coming through. The uh, pride, the parents, the pride that was oozing from them. Like, that's why we do it. That's why we do it. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy. <laughs>